Happy New Year, man. The Mavericks are back. They won. They beat the Kings. They got revenge. You're going to have a short pod from me today as I'm recording New Year's Eve. But we're going to talk about the Mavericks win over the Kings, uh, some Brunson and KP numbers, and just celebrate the New Year together. Coming up next. And this is Locked On Mavericks Don't believe you shouldn't be here. Oh, welcome. You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. This is one of your co-hosts, Isaac Harris, contributor at Mavs.com. And happy new year. You guys, I'm recording this. Uh, I guess we got a couple hours left of 2021. My wife is in the other room. We're about to watch the ball drop, but I say, hey, but wait, I need to do a podcast about the Mavs because you know what? We made a commitment. This is what commitments look like of a post-game pod after every post-game. Shout out to Kirk. Kirk shot me a DM. He's like, bro, I know you're solo tonight. How can I help? And it's like we bonded over toddlers. Um, yes, toddlers having fun. New Year's Eve, my toddlers are kind of coughing a little bit. So it's like, you know what? We're staying home. We can't do anything. But here we are. Mavericks get revenge on the Kings, 112 to 96. And honestly, it wasn't even that close, uh, you know, in the second half after the Mavericks pulled away. But uh, this is going to be a shorter pod. We're going to have one ad break uh, kind of in the middle. But uh, hopefully I can get this thing done under 20 minutes. And then I can get out of here and celebrate uh, New Year's Eve with my wife. But a uh, little, uh, little celebration here at the top. Since it's New Year's Day, um, I... Uh, I shot out a tweet last night, uh, kind of reminiscing. Uh, I saw some, you know, people looking back on the year. You know, like we all do. We always, uh, a lot of us, look back on the year on New Year's Eve and maybe New Year Day, New Year's Day, and just look at the past year and how crazy it's been and everything that's flown by. And just, uh, I don't want to go down the whole route of uh, personal life here, but if we just look at our podcast, man, we, you know, we have. We've been doing this now five years. I wish Nick was here to kind of look over this and he'll be back at the first of next week. We might do it again. But, you know, we started this thing five years. It started taking over this thing um, five years ago. And I just would have never imagined how much, you know, how many of you guys have uh, been dedicated to listening to this, sharing the word, you know, us launching the YouTube channel this year up in April that you know i was i was kind of skeptical about it at first and i was like asking nick all these questions nick was like no like and he was you know i'm like man is this going to take away from the podcast listens and all this stuff and a little insider baseball here but it didn't man it just grew the show even more and i just can't thank you guys enough i know nick feels the same way we were texting about it today of just how crazy we got close right at close to four million downloads and views this year combined which is just wild for us um yeah, and just almost 9,000 subs on YouTube. If you know, our goal was to hit uh, 9,000 subs by the end of the year. Uh, I remember in April when we first launched it, I remember shooting Nick a text saying, hey, do you, how quick do you think? You think we can hit 1,000? Is that even possible? Um, and now we're almost at nine at the end of the year, and that's because of you guys. We're like 30 away from 9,000. So if you're listening to this on your podcast feed, subscribe. We really want to hit 9,000 really soon, but I just want to get that out of the way and say, man, thank you so much. You guys have been uh, supporting us for so long. Some of you guys have DM'd us and said, Hey, 
I've been following you since before you even have kids. And literally I have uh, in the span since we started this podcast, uh, my wife and I, we've moved, we've got our new house. We've settled even more down in Dallas. We have two kids now, a dog. Like I didn't have any of that when we first started this pod and Nick has you know, moved across country now back. And it's just, it's wild. A lot of you guys have been on that ride with us and it feels like I know a lot of you guys, even though I don't. And, uh, that's the coolest thing I think about podcasting and doing something daily is just being able to kind of know people and just chime in here and there. So anyway, a lot of you probably didn't care any bit of that, but uh, I've been kind of looking back on the pod and Mavs coverage. Thanks personally for reading some of my writing. My writing has slowed down a lot over the past few months with kids and moving and everything, but I'm working on a story now. So thank you. Love you guys. Love Mavs fans. And I can't wait for next week to celebrate Dirk's retirement and everything. And we'll have you all set and ready for the pod. Um, okay, let's talk about this game. A little housekeeping up front. No Isaiah Thomas in this game as he uh, went into health and safety protocols. Super bummer. I mean, literally, it's like Trey Burke went in protocols and they got Brandon Knight who went in protocols. Who got, then they got Isaiah Thomas who went in protocols. And now, bam, um, now Isaiah Thomas after one game. So it's just insane to think about all the other guys are still out uh, due to protocols. Frank Nilakina was out of this game with a thigh injury. Um, and Theo Pinson, Marquise Chris, signed to, to another 10-day contract for both of them. So they'll be around for at least another two, you know, 10 days. And then Reggie Bullock was back. And boy, was Reggie Bullock back. What about Reggie? How cool is this for Reggie? Reggie in his, uh, I, I wrote down at halftime, I was like, is this the best? I think it's the best half of basketball Reggie has played in Dallas. He finished the game with 16 points. He was three of five from three, five of eight from the field. He was a plus 17 in this game. I thought he played good defense. He had five rebounds, three assists. This is what they need out of Reggie Bullock. Make it $10 million a year to be a, you know, a three and D guy. We need him to play defense and to also hit the three. But he also did a few things off the dribble tonight too. Pump fake got to the basket. And uh, yeah, just hats off to him, man. I was super, I really like this guy. And uh, you guys know this, Carolina guy, Steele. And uh, it was funny because I asked him a question post game for this other story I'm working on. And I got a text from one of the people in PR saying, of course you would ask Reggie Bullock a question. Surprise, it wasn't about UNC. And uh, I had fun with it. Maybe one day we can talk about North Carolina basketball, Reggie and myself. But first quarter, uh, first quarter, they were down 39 to 34. They were down by 10 points almost at, at or it wasn't almost at one point in the first quarter. The Mavericks were. Uh, they were down 39 to 29. Literally no defense was being played in the first quarter. That never changed uh, for either team. I'm like, man, this is going to be a track meet. Somebody, uh, some people have already mailed this in uh, to get to New Year's Eve tonight. But uh, what a turnaround, though, for the Mavs. In the second quarter, the Mavs won the second quarter 28 to 17. And they went into the half 62 to 56. Reggie Bullock had a great half. The passing was amazing in that second quarter specifically, but even into the second half too. And I can't help to, well, I want to say this for the second, uh, a little second segment here of, I can't help to just wonder about the Halliburton thing. He, he's so dang good. He's such a good young player. If I'm Sacramento, I really am entertaining. Like, what does the market look like for De'Aaron Fox? Because I have Halliburton. Like, if they, I mean, there's no way they just continue just churning out this roster, right? And I, I feel like if they do shake up something, what could they, what is De'Aaron Fox's value across the league? You have Halliburton. Davion Mitchell is such a good defender. But uh, anyway, I just, too many times tonight I walked, or I turned my head, I'm like, dang it, man, Halliburton's so dang good. They go in the second or they go in the second half in that third quarter. 
What about that third quarter? A 22 to two run. The Kings were stuck on, are you ready for it? 69. Everyone just said nice in your cars and watch on YouTube. Um, they were stuck on 69 forever. It felt like an eternity. Like I literally went into the kitchen, fixed myself something to eat, came back, still taking notes on my phone, asked the kid not to cough in my face and like, hey, can you go play with your toy train set that I spent, you know, like, I don't know, forever uh, putting together for Christmas. And uh, I got to watch, you know, these Mavericks play basketball right now. Great parenting. But they just were stuck on 69 forever. And I think it's a one that, yes, they were missing shots. Uh, two, the Mavericks defense was uh, really was pretty dang good in this game, too. So it's kind of like both and for the reason for that. But that was the run. I mean, I'm not sharing groundbreaking news here. Like that was the run that, that changed the whole game. Mavericks went up basically about 20 in that run. You know, Kings made a few run, you know, runs here and there, try to cut it. Um, thought it was going to get a little spicy a little bit, but then it, honestly, Jalen Brunson kind of did his thing. And man, I, you know, Reggie Bullock was asked after the game about just the passing and everything. I mean, cause they, what did they finish tonight with? They finished tonight with 30 assists in the game. I, I tweeted about the passing one point. I made different notes about the passing <clears throat> and it was just like, man, I just, I love how they're moving the ball. This has been one of the biggest things of, you know, Jason Kidd even talked about a post game again, about how much they like moving the ball, how they're not over dribbling. How many times does KP catch it in the post? And then he's, you know, making a dribble move, making a move. And he's not forcing it. He's turning around, hitting the open man. They're swinging it around. And that's, you can't help to just love watching that style of basketball. And they did it again tonight. Um, but Reggie asked about it after, you know, he was asked about just kind of taking the style of play and moving forward with it. And he kind of credited to the new guys. And he's like, Hey, I literally wrote it down and said, nobody's got anything, nothing to lose. And it's like, it, we kind of talked about a few pods ago about how refreshing it's been, been having all the hardship guys and they throw those guys in and these guys are literally fighting for their lives, right? Like they want to stick in the league. This is someone that might be their last chance to stick in the league. And they're just giving everything they have. And you see that on the court. So <clears throat> Reggie was talking about how, you know, everybody's just doing whatever they can to win a basketball game. And uh, that's what was happening, man. And it, it was so much fun. You know, what a different game, you know, this game to uh, the other game. Shout out to um, the sniper. Uh, just want to uh, shout him out. Metu hit two threes in this game, increases that average. Uh, somebody tweeted at me after, uh, well, a decent amount of you tweeted at me after that first Kings game and uh, told me that that last shot, uh, this guy said that Metu, it was 89% that that shot was going to go in from Metu in that three in the corner after after that first uh, Kings game. Uh, you're full of crap. So uh, I don't know where you got that. And um, you can shoot me a uh, shoot me a link to that uh, to that stat. Maybe I, I don't know how to use basketball reference or uh, second spectrum or I missed that on Synergy or something. But anyway, um, fun, fun game. Uh, fun game from the Mavs and uh, we're gonna take one quick break and then we'll be right back and I'm gonna uh, throw out some stats to you guys all right I'm back so I shout out this tweet after the game because Jalen Brunson is having such an incredible season so far and they they threw this up in the um they threw this up in the broadcast and He's almost, he started 16 games this season so far. Brunson has. So <laughs> this is a pretty crazy thing about because he's played in 35 games. I think 35, 18 games. He's came off the bench, 16 games. He started. So he's almost about even as far as start. And it, this is therefore might disqualify him uh, for the sixth man of the year. Um, 
but so I just looked it up. I was like, all right, they showed it on the, on the screen. He's like, he's averaging 21 points. He's averaging seven assists and four rebounds in the 16 games that he has started this season for the maps. So I was like, you know what? I wonder how many people in the league are averaging that. Like if obviously the tie in ears, what if Jalen was a starter all season long? Now I get it. Luke has been out. Some of these averages are definitely affected by Luca being out, but still it's like, it kind of, if you want to play the game of what would Jalen Brunson look like as a full-time starter on another team, this is something you could at least tie it to. And it's not, you know, one plus one equals two, but at least gives you some context to it. So I, I went to old, our, our trusty friend Stathead on uh, basketball reference. And I put in those numbers, 21 points, seven assists, four rebounds. Guess how many players are averaging at least that this season, four players, one of them is his teammate, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, James Harden, Damian Lillard. Those are the only four players in the league that are averaging at least 21.7 assists and four rebounds. Let's go. So, um, I once again, what you want to read from that is up to you. I just know that as Jalen Brunson has been a starter for the Mavericks, he's played dang good basketball. And whether... However, the Mavericks feel about that. We have talked about this numerous times over the past few weeks. Uh, Nick and myself have talked about that. I talked about it with Jake Kemp earlier this week. Go listen to our pod with Tim Cato yesterday about Jalen Brunson's future. It's just such a you know unique situation. What could happen this summer? But I'm just really curious on what the Mavericks feel. Do the Mavericks look at this and watch this stretch of games and say, "Look how good he's been as a starter. Look how good he's been this season. We think he can be the you know the piece next to Luca as a starter moving forward." Or does another team in the league look at this and say, that's our start starting point guard. We're going to go after him, whether it's the deadline, whether it's the summer. I don't know. And I'm really curious on how the Mavericks view him moving forward as an asset. Next one I want to throw out is Kristaps Porzingis. He went into tonight averaging 7.9 rebounds a game. Uh, he finished tonight averaging or averaging. Uh, he logged nine rebounds tonight. So that took him over eight rebounds a game this season. So he's averaging just over 20 points a game. He's averaging uh, right at eight rebounds a game. And he's averaging actually 1.6 blocks a game. So let's just put it at one. So same game of with Jalen Brunson here. Let's just players in the league through Stathead that are averaging 20 points, eight rebounds and one block a game. At least those qualifiers. There's four players that are averaging that this season. Giannis, Towns, Embiid, Anthony Davis. Now there's a fifth player in that, that group, and that's Christos Porzingis. Goes to show you, Porzingis playing good basketball. I know the shooting numbers, the three-point numbers, they're not there right now. Uh, two of four you know, tonight, 50% from the field. Um, I get all of that uh, about how he can get better as a three-point shooter, but um, he's playing pretty dang good basketball. And you're happy for I'm happy for him. He looks like he's having fun out there. Um, there was a time tonight, you know, he pointed at the bench where he, he did a little notion with his head and he, he was more animated than normal. It looks like he's having a blast out there playing basketball and I'm excited for him. It's good for the Mavericks. Uh, big time wins tonight. Now we'll see what happens, man. I, I think all of us, I mean, I think you would be hard pressed to find a media person, a fan or whatever. That's not at least curious on what this team, how they're playing right now looks like with Luca and Tim and Maxi and all the other guys, you know, mixed into that. Like, I, I am so curious on what sticks, what changes, how the roster shakes out. we got to see what happens in the trade market over the coming weeks. So we'll see. It's exciting. It was a good game. Um, good game for the Mavs. At least Alvin Gentry had an incredible post game quote about uh, going home and uh, drinking 
And I, I don't think he was talking about drinking milk, which I like to drink milk um, sometimes on this pod. And you guys notice that. So you all uh, will tweet at me or you'll put it in the YouTube comments. So greatly, greatly appreciate that. But once again, thank you so much uh, for listening to this pod this year. 2022 will be a fun one. Uh, we kick it, kick that off first pod of the new year, Sunday night after they play OKC on Sunday night, they play the Denver Nuggets on Monday and then coming up on next Wednesday, we have Dirk Nowitzki's night. Now, Tuesday night's pod will be a little fun too, because Tuesday they're actually having a press conference with Dirk at the American Airlines Center just for media. And, uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot of incredible quotes from that. It's going to be memory lane, basically week. Uh, for the Mavs, at least those you know handful of days there as the Warriors come into town. So you're going to have at least two to three days of Dirk content that uh, we'll be able to dust off all of our Dirk fandom. And I'll probably put some more Dirk stuff on my shelves behind me and uh, ha- we'll have fun with it. I, I freaking love Dirk Nowitzki like we all do. And uh, we'll see how that stuff unfolds on Tuesday and Wednesday and probably into Thursday a little bit. But have a happy, happy new year. A lot of you guys listen to this on New Year's Day. Hopefully, uh, last night went well for you guys. Uh, as always, uh, you guys can always hit us up in our DMs. If you ever need anybody to talk to, going through stuff, maybe New Year's was uh, a tough time for you. And uh, you had you have some stuff going on. Maybe you're in quarantine right now. Uh, maybe uh, you're walking through a valley type of season. And you're like, man, life sucks as a start of the new year. And uh, I just want to say there are people out there. We love you. And uh, if you want to hit me up, you need somebody to talk to, shoot me a DM, and uh, maybe we can chat uh, about entering this new year. But peace out. Boom.